We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. I can see those that are fearful when you begin to think of such a, a task as they fall back in fear thinking, Oh, I would never make such a statement. But I want you to notice today, friend and neighbor, that as you begin to get a hold of the things of God and as you begin to realize what power belongs to you, you can quit playing around and begin commanding and have things happen in your life. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. This week we're going into the archives for Kenneth Hagen's teaching, Our Rights in Christ. This will be a great week of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth Hagen with today's message. I want to speak to you on the subject of commanding power. This is something that every spirit-filled believer should have and should be practicing. Isaiah 45 and 11 says, Thus saith the Lord, the Holy One of Israel and His Maker, Ask me of things to come concerning my sons and concerning the work of my hand. Command ye me. Now in the preceding verses in this 45th chapter of Isaiah, God has incited man to believe for, for, thing, for all things. Even with what it seems exaggerated speech, he shows that he is on man's side. He says, listen to what he said in the previous verses. He said, I'll go before thee. I'll make the crooked place straight. He says, I will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut in sunder the bars of iron. I will give the treasure of the darkness and the hidden riches of the secret place that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which called thee by thy name, am the God of Israel. I want you to notice that he speaks of how that he created all things. God himself spoke it into existence. He created all things, and then he turns around to us and he says, Concerning the works of my hand, command ye me. I want you to notice that Satan has blinded man's eyes for some 6,000 years concerning all of the promises and the place that God would have his man to stand in. I want you to notice that Satan through his, his agencies of sin and sickness and disease has so beaten down and so intimidated man until he has lost his power. He is, has lost his desire to dare and to do despite the fact that God has urged men throughout the centuries and throughout all the word of God to believe for all things because he said all things are possible to him that believeth. Even to despite the fact that Jesus Christ himself came in person and lived on the very earth that you and I lived on and he took men and he carried them to undreamed of heights of glory and he pointed to these men and he says you can be like these and yet man stands as helpless today as David did before the giant Goliath as we read back over in the Old Testament. I want you to notice that if you today would liberate men, if you today would be set free of sickness, pain, disease, death, and persecution, you need to get a hold of what we're talking about today. You need to get the vision concerning the works of my hands. Command thou me. It has always taken courage, sublime courage, to bring deliverance to mankind. The fearful people that are afraid, they've longed for it. 
They've sought for it. They've thought how great it would be to be able to set men free. They've thought how great it would be to be set free themselves. But they remain their weakness and in their failure and in their fear to believe God, they remain a slave to the chains of doubt and sin and despair and sickness. But I want you to notice he that would believe and rise in the strength of faith to challenge the very forces of hell themselves will find that the bondage and will discover that, that the change will flee away from them as they believe God because the omnipotent power of God is at the disposal of the children of God. If you would dare to believe God, dare to command something to happen, oh, what a challenging text this is this afternoon. Command ye me, commanding power. I want you to notice that faith is omnipotent. Faith is omnipotent. We go back into the Old Testament and we find that Joshua, the son of Nun, he laid hold of these facts and standing on a battleground while the children of Israel were fighting against the enemies in the promised land as they were possessing that land that God gave to them. They had to go in and fight some battles and possess it. And as they were fighting the battle, the sun was going down on them and they knew they couldn't fight. And Joshua wanted to get the battle over with before that it was dark. And he had the audacity to stand and to lift his hands toward heaven and command the sun to stand still. Can you imagine a mere man, a mere mortal, flesh and blood like yourself standing on a hill and raising his hands toward the heaven and looking at the sun and says, Son, I command you to be still and stand still. Can you imagine that? Such audacity. And yet, this man's name is written in the pages of the Word of God in Hebrews 11, which contains all of the great heroes of the faith. Joshua's name's there. A man that would dare to command the things that God had created. Concerning the works of my hand, command ye me. Was not the sun and the stars and the universe and this earth and all the other solar systems that we can find in out in space, are they not the work of the hand of God? Then why can't the children of God command? He told them to, concerning the works of my hand, command ye me, or command you me. Oh, I'll tell you, if we would get a hold of this fact today, we would realize that we have been brainwashed. We have been fed garbage instead of biblical truth. We have been fed tradition instead of what the truth of the Word of God says. The religious, he would look at us and he would say, I can't believe that you would actually have so much presumption as to say that a man commanded the sun to stand still and it happened. I can see those that are fearful when you begin to think of such a, a task as they fall back in fear thinking, oh, I would never make such a statement. 
But I want you to notice today, friend and neighbor, that as you begin to get a hold of the things of God and as you begin to realize what power belongs to you, you can quit playing around and begin commanding and have things happen in your life. That's what's the matter today. Everybody is too mealy-mouthed about the things of God and what they can get from God and the Holy Spirit through the power of God. You know, they're sort of like an individual that's afraid to say anything because they're afraid the bully going to jump on them. How many of you ever had a bully where you went to school? You know what I'm talking about? How many of you have ever had, maybe y'all don't call them that out here, how many of you ever had a bad guy just always whipping up on everybody's head? We had one when I was going to school. He is bigger than everybody else. He pushed everybody down. He already been up a couple of grades in school from what he was. He pushed everybody around. Don't matter who you work, get out of my way. You don't give me some of that candy, I'm going to whip you. Give me some of your food. You know, that kind of guy. Everybody's scared of him. I had a friend... I grew up with by the name of Charles Killian, still lives in Garland, Texas. Owns a couple of businesses. Charles is one of these quiet boys, never did say very much. That's the kind you want to watch out for. Because when they do go off, when they do explode, I want you to know something happens. One day, Mr. Bully walked up and he pushed Charles down and Charles got up and he dusted himself off and he said, don't do it again. Well, he got a harsh laugh and he pushed again and before Gene knew what happened, Charles come off of the ground and it already hit him about three times, knocked him down and jumped right in the middle of him and commenced to hit him. Pow, pow, pow. You know, one of the teachers run to stop it, but Mr. Thompson, the Prince school principal, he run out there. He said, no, don't you dare stop it. <laughs> he said he'd been asking for it for a long time, and now he's going to get it. He finally found somebody that wasn't afraid to fight back. And about that time, everybody hollered, get a lick in for me, Charles. Hit him once for me, Charles. And you know, that's what happens. Instead of fighting our own battles, instead of commanding the power of God that belongs to us, we find out that there's somebody like Kenneth Hagin or Copeland or some great pastor that pastors a church. We find out that they know how to fight the devil and we run over and they say, hey, hit him one for me. I need something. Won't you hit him for me? Instead of hitting the devil with their own commanding power, with their own faith, instead of daring to believe God themselves, they want somebody else to do it for them. You have the power, you have the authority to command that things begin to happen for you. I want you to realize that faith acts. If you believe God, you will act like it. Hebrews 11, 1 says, now faith is. Faith is now. Faith is not tomorrow. Faith is not the next day. Faith is now. If you're going to believe God, you're going to believe God now, not next week. If somebody said, well, I believe God can do it, that's not faith. That's not faith. Believing God can do it is not faith. 
Faith is believing that he is doing it now. Now. I want you to notice that there's a time to pray. But there is a time to act. I want you to notice in the word of God, when you see the biblical account of Joshua, we do not see him calling a fast. I don't see him getting on his knees and falling down on his face before God and say, I'm going to stay here and pray and fast till God makes the sun stand still. No, he didn't do that. He simply commanded that the sun stand still and it happened. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. God's Victory Plan. Uh, I love this book. Uh, you know, and I... I didn't know a whole lot about football, but I do now, and I do know that on the front of this is football plays because I would see them that you would do when we were you were volunteering uh, coaching, yeah. and I would see these plays. But God's Victory Plan, this is an awesome book for you. Uh, it has uh, so many things that will help you in accomplishing what God has for you. Right. And then my CD on success, uh, you can have success. Uh, it actually is scriptures uh, on success. And as those scriptures are being uh, t uh, said, then there's music behind it. And right. there's several music uh, songs right. in that. And your dad's uh, CDs, four CDs on the name of Jesus. Yes. Great teaching on the name of Jesus. And that is for a gift of what, honey? $35 or more. That's Just right. Just go right now and order it. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth Hagen will continue his message on our rights in Christ. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.